0: Here's a thought. You're looking to buy a small passenger vehicle, not quite a micro but smaller than a Corolla. There are 15 models on the market in Australia in the under 25000 price bracket and based on the 12 months figures of 2015 you could go for the top selling Mazda 2. We reviewed that and thought it was rather good or the Toyota Yaris. Interestingly, the Suzuki Swift and the Hyundai Accent were tied for third place, although the Hyundai is in the ascendancy, perhaps, now that they are not selling their other car in the class, the i20, which we talked about in this program with Brent, you could go for one of the next sellers. all solid performers in the Honda Jazz, the Volkswagen Polo or the Kia Rio. In 11th place is the stylish Renault Clio, and in 14th place is the environmentally friendly Toyota Prius C. But in last place is arguably one of the picks of the whole class, the Skoda Fabia. Prices start at $16,000 plus on road. Now, Errol Smith and I have been driving the spacious station wagon, and he joins us on the line now to discuss it. Errol, I've got to say that it's a good car to sit in. I think inside is a good feel.
1: Yeah, I, I really like this. Uh, I unexpectedly like this car, David. It, it was immediately comfortable and easy to drive. And the visibility, I, I think, is probably one of the best in the class.
0: And it's roomy and spacious. It's actually got quite a few cup holders in it, which is a little unusual for the Europeans. A little garbage bin in the car door, cargo nets. Well, I think that's an option. So. I don't think you've got to order those, the model we had. We had the station wagon, we had the bigger, the more powerful engine and I think we had the sports pack with it as well you say it was a bit surprising because really on the outside it's perhaps not the most beautiful car.
1: Yeah, it's sort of uh, plain, maybe even dull, you might say. Uh, I wouldn't call it ugly, but it's it's not going to stand out amongst you know the other cars on the road. But I think it's a bit of a surprise package in terms of the the amount of space especially in the boot and the handling and the uh, and the power. I mean we, we have the eighty one TSI model.
0: Both models are a 1.2-litre four-cylinder turbo charge, but for the, the model we had, as Errol said, it puts out 88 kilowatts, so they've turned the turbo up a bit. The base model, which only comes in manual, has 66 kilowatts, not a lot. But then again, it's not a big car, and you're not looking for dragway performance. No,
1: but with the eighty-one TSI, you get a seven-speed dual-clutch gearbox. Hmm. It pretty unexpected in a, a you know a car that's going for you know twenty odd k.
0: It adds a, a good degree of features. You've got a list of a few things it hasn't got, but I've got to say that it does have uh, across the range a number of important things. Obviously, it has a multifunction steering wheel, roof rails on the wagon, six-speaker surround sound, six and a half-inch screen, air conditioning, of course, heated uh, door mirrors. Yeah, you know, those things aren't too bad. It also features an autonomous emergency braking system.
1: Yeah, I think that's that's quite a surprise, given it's standard across the the range in such a the cheaper end of the market. You don't sort of sort of expect that kind of thing.
0: Now Volkswagen did it with the up but they didn't they didn't keep selling that. Now Skoda which of course is part of the Volkswagen conglomerate is doing it in their car and they tend to be most of the good features of a Volkswagen but lesser price, slightly lesser price. They are made of course in the Czech Republic. Uh, Skoda has been around since uh, before the 1900s, so it has been around for a long time, but not in Australia. Now, you mentioned wagon space, 505 litres in the back. That's more capacity than a Holden sedan, not than a Holden wagon, but that's pretty darn good for such a little car.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is a tiny car. It's based on the Volkswagen Polo platform. The amount of space you have in the back just just amazed me. I mean, I, I had six bags of shopping, and barely made a dent in the
0: boot (laughs) you must shop a lot Harold (laughs) yeah yeah, absolutely right Um, the other thing is when you get in there there's it's getting some clever technology smart link so that you get in there and includes apple carplay and android auto which means that you uh, link your phone up to it and it shows you your normal menu on the car screen mm. so you don't have to fight a new menu. You also found Bluetooth connectivity pretty good?
1: It was dead simple to connect, which is such a pleasant change from some of the other cars we drive, as you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I mean, you don't get sat-nav, but the, those car options for your, for your phone do mean mm. you just use one on your phone and you get seat, but you get to use it on the,
0: on the on built-in the screen. screen. In, mm. Yeah. No reversing camera, you're saying?
1: You get rear parking sensors, uh, but no no uh, camera or, or front sensors. I guess the biggest surprise to me was the performance. I just wasn't okay. expecting, well, it really wasn't expecting much from this car at all, frankly. Um, and it, and it, it did surprise me. You you get a couple of other niceties, you know, full-size spare, cruise uh, control and speed limiters. Um, I found the, the dash was just really simple and easy to use. And clear and easy to read. And the steering manner controls, it didn't have like fifty buttons, like some of the cars do these days. So you know it was, it was un-
0: uncomplicated. and um I find the steering controls are good, but they can be complicated. But again, it's our problem of not getting used to a car. You know, the phone mm-hmm. rang the other day after I'd Bluetooth connected and was driving along. I pressed buttons and got it wrong. And, you know, I, I, I know now what I should have done, but it just wasn't quite yeah. as easy well, t- as Yeah, it's teething
1: issues that anyone who owns the car would, would get used to pretty pretty quickly.
0: Hmm. You, yeah. you find the name a bit weird.
1: Yeah, I, I even wonder if it's people dismiss it because it's got a silly name. They think it might be a silly car, too. It, mm. it reminds me of, you know, Fabio, the, you know, the the actor who did the butter ads. You know, I can't right. believe, Although in this case, I, I can't believe it's not bigger.
0: On the outside when you've got so much room on the inside,
1: yeah. Yes, yes. It's, it's, almost, it's almost a TARDIS of a vehicle,
0: <laughs> David. <laughs> Bit it's, of Doctor Who there where you have a post box, but inside isn't a, a huge space, yes. It seems bigger on the inside. And mm. uh, so you, you found, uh, you were saying the driving is good, uh, it it, um, it was uh, it's not dragway performance as I say, but gee I tell you what, it's uh, it's more than enough here, it was nippy to drive around.
1: Oh yeah, and that, that, uh, that dual clutch gearbox just changes so quickly, and you've got seven gears as well, so that gives mm. you uh, both performance and efficiency.
0: Uh, i've got i've got to say that having seven speeds is good if you've got a good gearbox which you don't really know which gear you're in you're not struggling and it doesn't get up to a real high gear and sort of chug along at it mm. it seamlessly moves around to do it well without you having to think anything about it
1: mm. i've found the gearbox and, and the um the performance generally pretty good and, I, and you've got um uh, sport mode as well, and you can shift it into a sort of a manual gear gear change mode. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's just surprisingly fun to drive for a, for something that's quite unassuming.
0: Yeah, as we were saying, the, fr- the looks of it at the front, uh, it uh, the old model, this is now the third generation. Uh, interestingly, I was reading somewhere that this is only the second time in eight years in Australia they've actually brought in, had one model in already and brought in a brand new one as well. They've tended to run with the products that they have. This is a the third generation Fabia that uh, is on the market. Uh, the, the old one had a little bit of that rounded sort of cutesy look on the front, mm. re- reminiscent of the old Toyota RAV4, the first ones that came out. Even some of the Mazda MX-5 sports car, which uh, you and I have been driving the latest version, but... The earlier versions were a bit round and, and cutesy, and I think the new one is a bit more, not over-angular, but sort of got some nice, stronger lines to it. And yeah. so this uh, Skoda, I think, uh, goes along that line as well.
1: And um, I guess we should should talk about the pricing. It's You're looking at about 17.5 drive away for the uh, five-speed manual and about 22 drive away for the 81 TSI seven-speed DSG that we had. Plus, of course, you add on your options. Your five hundred for the nice paint, and uh, this yeah. particular model we had had the sports pack, which is twelve hundred dollars, which gives you slightly firmed up, lowered suspension, and seventeen inch wheels, and a couple of other odds and ends. But yeah, but the, it's a uh, relatively the- inexpensive car, and, and it's probably certainly one of the the roomiest cars Mm. in this class.
0: The station wagon adds about $1,100 or so dollars, I think, to either grade. Over over, over the sedan, yeah. Mm. Which I think might be well worth it. You're starting to push up the cut-off, as I say, is about $25,000 to fit into this uh, particular lower price class. Over that amount you can buy some things like the Alfa Romeo Mito, the Audi A1, the Citroën C3, or even the DS3, Mm. Mini Clubman and Hatch, or the Peugeot 208. That's starting to put a bit more price to it. This, I think, gives you perhaps not stunning good looks, but certainly an amount of distinctiveness about it, as hmm. well as being a great car to do. Yeah, and uh, it's the a, other- a
1: very practical thing. I, I, I think I'd I'd sort of recommend this as a as a small family car. You know, it's kind of hmm. that sort of little second car that's easy to take to the shops and things, but there still
0: is quite roomy.
1: Um, I think yeah. it's I think it's underrated as really the 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 summary
0: well the sales uh, uh, I mentioned the 12 month figures that we had last year up to December 2015 the, the January figures are out and its sales are up 148% which is fantastic it's just that mm. they were pretty low to start with and now they're they're certainly better there's no question of that but they're still at the bottom of the list as far as sales are concerned mm. but gee wouldn't you have a look at for one of these as an alternative to a tiny crossover like a Mazda CX-3 or a Honda yes. HR-V. Yeah, of course, yeah. and, and if Not...
1: you're you considering a Polo, you might as well get this for less money because
0: it's pretty much the same car underneath. Hmm. Got a, a lot of features going for it. As I said in the introduction, it's coming last in sales, but it is one of the better picks of the whole class. Uh, Errol, always good to talk to you. Thank you for your time and skill. No worries, David. And that's the Errol Smith. And we were talking about the Skoda Fabia, which as uh, we had the station wagon version, but it is available in that uh, ti- not quite tiny, but uh, pretty small class of car.